Whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere, is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. But whoever enters, the gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice. As the shepherd calls out his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, the Pharisees did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So Jesus said again, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the shepherd, for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Having been at St. Minard Seminary for the past five years and being formed by Benedictine monks, I've become rather familiar with the Benedictine way of life and in particularly the rule of St. Benedict. The rule is not just a dictate on how the monks are to live in community. It is rather a roadmap to the spiritual life. In the first line of his prologue, St. Benedict in the rule quotes a line from the book of Proverbs, and it sets the tone for the whole rule. He quotes, Listen carefully, my child, to your master's precepts, and incline the ear of your heart. The proverb provokes a powerful but yet often overlooked activity in the spiritual life, listening, rather listening to the master. When I think of listening, I picture all those hours I have spent as a student sitting in a classroom and trying to listen to my professors, or I picture the times as a kid where I didn't listen to my parents. I also picture, though, my struggles listening for the voice of God. I recall those moments in my prayer life where I'll go before our Lord and I'll say, here am I, O Lord, I'm listening. And that lasts for maybe a good two to three minutes and then I get distracted. Listening for me can be one of the most easiest and hardest things to do. I mentioned this theme of listening because of our gospel this morning. Only being a deacon for, the, for two weeks and knowing very well that this Sunday would come, I've often dreaded the day that I would have to preach on the Good Shepherd, not because I don't like the Good Shepherd, 
but we've heard it so many times. It's a gospel that is often repeated. It's one that we hear at funerals. We hear it everywhere. We know this image very well of Jesus as the good shepherd. And it just, we hear it so much, it just becomes second nature to know this. We might think when we hear this gospel, yes, Jesus is the good shepherd, I know that. Or when it comes to homilies on the good shepherd, yes, Father, we know that Jesus is the shepherd and we are the sheep. And we know that as the sheep, we often get lost. And Christ Jesus, our shepherd, is the one who brings us back. We've heard it all before. And yet, with the familiarity of the good shepherd, it can be tempting to wonder if there's anything else that we can learn from it. Have we ripped this analogy, this understanding of our Lord so much apart that there's nothing left to learn from it? Besides Jesus calling himself the gate in this Sunday's gospel, which John adds as a nice change of pace, it's the same thing. Jesus is the shepherd, his sheep hear his voice, and they follow. So what can we learn? But more importantly, how can we move from simply hearing this gospel to listening to it? To move from hearing with the ear to a listening of the heart. After all, the gospel did move over 3,000 souls to conversion, as we heard in our first reading. So what are we missing? Well, to answer this question, I think we should look at the words of Jesus Christ himself. Not necessarily what he says, but the words themselves that he says. If we believe that Jesus is the Christ, is God incarnate, the word made flesh, then his words, because he's the word of God, are truly words of everlasting life. But what about his words make them everlasting? The words of Jesus are not the musings of some wise ancient teacher like Plato or Aristotle. His words are not some empty platitudes of some mystic whose head is so high up in the clouds that he forget that his feet don't even touch the ground. But the words of Jesus, the good shepherd, the master, are everlasting because his words speak to the depths of the soul. His words speak to the heart. And the heart that hears his words can never be the same. But two things will happen once the heart hears his words. They will either be cut to conversion, like those 3,000 we heard today, or that heart will be so fortified by sin and wounded by the sufferings of life that, they will, that the heart will only hear his word but not listen to it. I think we know these people very well, or we know these souls that don't listen to the Lord. It could be those who lost their faith due to the death of a spouse or a loved one and still hasn't found it again. It could be those who gave up on their faith because of the COVID pandemic and many other reasons and still haven't tried to find it again. 
or it could be our own family members who, can, who live lives that are contrary to the gospel. But the good news of the gospel is that no matter how long it might take, the good shepherd is persistent. He will never give up. Jesus Christ is the good shepherd, not only because he never gives up on us, and it's not because his voice is just one of many voices. He is the voice. He is the voice that speaks and we listen. He is the voice that calls and we follow. He is the voice that loves and we receive and give his love. We live in a world that is filled with so many other voices, it could seem almost impossible to hear his voice. These voices are the thief and stranger that our Lord, that our Lord warns us about today those voices that distract us and they lead us away from him. We could call these whatever sort of things takes us away from Jesus. It could be social media, news networks, streaming services, whatever it is that we use to fill our minds to ignore his voice. It's no wonder that so many people today in our world are abandoning any sense of faith. We've forgotten how to listen. But yet, the Good Shepherd still calls us, and his voice has not gone silent. Christ is our Good Shepherd, not because we are lost sheep. It's because he is the only one who knows how to speak to us. He created us, after all. He knows the depths of our hearts. He sees all that we try to hide from him. He stares into the depths of our miseries, our sufferings, anxieties, our pains, and all the things that make us human. He stares at those wounds and he says lovingly, peace be with you. That is the message, that is the good news, that is the promise of Easter that the peace of Christ that overflows from the sacred heart of the Good Shepherd, that loving heart only asks us one thing, the listeners, and he asks us this, not through our ears, but through the ear of our heart, follow me.